is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. It's a new week and therefore time for a new edition of the Celebrity Afterlife Report. The only show on the internet that gives you the up to the minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. Think of us as the TMZ for the DOA. I'm your host, the Celebrity Medium, and it's my duty and my pleasure to bring you the latest scoop on all the action on the next world scene. And with that preamble out of the way, it's time to do that thing I do. We have known for some time now that former President Ronald Reagan has been availing himself of some of the afterlife's hottest hotties. Uh, We've known for a few weeks now that the Gipper hasn't bothered to get in touch with his recently arrived earthly plane wife, Nancy. And we have known, or at least strongly suspected for a week or so, that he has been shacking up with silver screen sex symbol Marilyn Monroe. We learned last week that Monroe has been wearing what appeared to be a large diamond engagement ring. So, naturally, everyone assumed it came from Ronnie. You know, it just goes to show you that sometimes what everyone knows ain't necessarily true. Now comes word that the ring actually came from another former president, one that Marilyn allegedly knows at least as well as she knows Reagan, A source close to Monroe tells the Next World Press that the ring actually came from John Kennedy. The source goes on to say that, as it turns out, La Monroe was being courted by both ex-commanders-in-chief and that it was only the other day that she finally settled on Kennedy. According to what was just revealed, when Reagan was spotted by royal-turned-paparazza Princess Diana, it was not, as everyone thought, a case of him sneaking out after a sex session, but him crawling away with his tail between his legs after Marilyn told him she was going to marry JFK. Now, this revelation raises several questions. The first would be, why hasn't anyone seen Marilyn with John recently? Another is, where exactly does this leave Ronnie vis-a-vis his relationship with the newly arrived in the afterlife, Nancy? As of last week, friends of Mrs. Reagan were describing her as being very angry at Ron, and she was quoted as calling him a bastard for doing this to her after all the help she gave him during his political career. Mr. Reagan seems to have painted himself into an unpleasant corner, and I'm going to make some popcorn to eat as I watch him try to get out of it. Last week I reported that David Bowie's anxiously awaited concert in environment ended disastrously when the sprinkler system in the ceiling went off as the thin white duke sang Gene Genie. Bowie received a powerful electrical shock as he was touching the mic stand when the water came down and the audience scattered for the exits. Uh, Since then, the technical staff at iVironment has been trying to pin down the cause of the malfunction. According to one of my sources, 
The unexpected downpour may not have been an accident at all. The source says that a crew member recalls seeing a man who fits the description of artist Jackson Pollock walking quickly away from the room which houses the control equipment for Ivarman's artificial rain system. The crew member reportedly asked the mystery man if he could help him and the man said that he had gotten lost looking for the bathroom. The crew member gave him directions and thought no more about the incident until after the indoor shower prematurely ended Bowie's show. As longtime listeners know, Pollock has a long-standing grudge against Ivironman since former owner and operator Steve Jobs and he clashed over a huge painting of nude women. Pollock wanted the painting to hang inside Ivironman and Jobs refused to allow that despite an agreement between the two men prior to Jobs seeing the mural. Putting aside for the moment the fact that sabotaging the sprinkler system and causing Bowie to be electrocuted would be a criminal offense on the earthly plane, doesn't really make any sense for Pollock to have done it, given that Jobs gave control of environment over to Salvador Dali and Jean-Michel Basquiat late last year. I'm, I'm baffled, but I'm sure there will be more to this story in the coming weeks. With so much happening on the next world celebrity scene, I completely missed Frank Sinatra Jr.'s arrival last week. From what I've been told by my afterlife sources, it was you know, fairly routine as celebrity arrivals go there. On hand was a large crowd, which included his dad, Frank Sr. Now, from what my sources tell me, it seems that most of the crowd was there to see the elder Sinatra rather than his son. Now, if that stung Junior's ego, what happened later should have assuaged the pain. A day later, the two Franks appeared together at a Next World nightclub to sing together for the first time in decades. In the audience was none other than Gotama Buddha. Now, when last we heard from Buddha, and this was months and months ago, he was giving away balloons in a children's zoo in one of the afterlife cities. And when he was asked why he was doing that, he replied, there is nobility in serving the innocent, unquote. Now, since then, all has been silent on the Buddha front. After the two Sinatras finished their show, the great man came backstage. According to a source who was in attendance at the meeting, Buddha spent almost an hour praising Frank Jr. while completely ignoring his dad. Junior is said to have been ecstatic at the praise from the holy man, while some describe his father's reaction to the snub as amusement, and others describe it as annoyance at being ignored. Buddha was heard to ask Junior when and where he would be performing again. The two promised to keep in touch. One quick story before we go. The other day, Tammy Faye Baker announced at the end of her new daytime TV talk show that she is going to have what she called a very special episode sometime in the next few days. She hinted that she will be telling some stories about her life that she has never revealed before. Many in Next World gossip circles are speculating that she is going to spill the beans about how her former fiancé, Merv Griffin, 
conspired with baseball legend turned radio shock jock Babe Ruth to sabotage Merv and Tammy's former show to generate publicity for it and Ruth's program. I'm informed that Tammy had a very sly smile on her face as the show's closing credits ran, adding to the speculation. Okay, that's it. It's time for me to lock up the studio for another week. Please come back then when I will have more up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. If you have a spare moment, please tell your friends that the show is available for free on iTunes. I am the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.